It's Thursday, August 27, 2015. It is just mind-boggling to watch this happening. A lot of flooding all over the city. Buildings have collapsed. There are reports from New Orleans of uh, people trapped in buildings. But there could be far worse still to come. The 10th anniversary of Hurricane Katrina. And it's very likely to get worse in the future. NASA warns at least three feet of sea level rise now locked in. Obama heads to the Arctic to highlight global warming. Plus... It's got so many benefits and so little downside. Why would you not do that? Switching to clean energy will cost less than fossil fuels in the long run, says Citibank. All of those stories and more straight ahead from bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. There is no perfect source of energy. Every one of them has a downside. Solar is great, but solar takes huge amounts of water. Oh, Carly Fiorina, you are darling. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, I remember it like it was yesterday, unfortunately. The day that Hurricane Katrina came ashore 10 years ago this week. Yes, Hurricane Katrina was the powerful hurricane that wrought devastation across much of the Gulf Coast, but drowned the city of New Orleans. Back in 2005, we were broadcasting live from the anti-war protests at the Bush Ranch in Crawford, Texas, when the frightening National Weather Service alert came across the wires. It's actually from the National Weather Service, a most powerful hurricane with unprecedented strength rivaling the intensity of Hurricane Camille of 69. Most of the area will be uninhabitable for weeks. Katrina's ferocity was the first that many in the public had ever heard of global warming. But the real cause of the devastation was the oil and gas industry's decades-long destruction of Louisiana's storm-buffering wetlands, plus the shoddy levee system built by the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers to hold back the ocean, created the conditions that allowed Katrina's storm surge to flood the city, killing an estimated 1,800 people. Hurricane Katrina changed the face of New Orleans forever. The costliest hurricane yet in the U.S. Its heartbreaking aftermath exposed our nation's deep vulnerability to disasters. Resilience to the accelerating impacts of global warming is also the core message of what the White House is labeling President Obama's climate change tour. After skewering the oil industry for its anti-free market efforts to kill clean energy in Nevada and then commemorating Katrina's devastation in New Orleans, Obama goes to the Arctic Circle, the first sitting American president to do so. The goal of the trip is to help Americans and the corporate news media confront the fact that climate change is not some distant threat, but is impacting Americans right now. You know, it'd be a hell of a lot easier for the president to do that had he just not given the final approval to shell oil to drill in that very same Arctic. Obama will be visiting coastal villages in Alaska that are having to relocate away from the surging ocean, even while the permafrost melts beneath them. Now, some impacts are unavoidable. NASA confirms this week that sea level rise continues to accelerate thanks to global warming. Moreover, in this study, they say, quote, it is pretty certain we're locked in to at least three feet of sea level rise and probably more. In other words, they say it's not a question of if, but when. Well, when? 
Do they give a timeline for any of this? They don't. They say they don't have the data yet to be able to estimate when this will all happen. They said it could be 100 years. It could be less. Meanwhile, a new economic report finds that the cost of moving to clean energy would be cheaper than our current fossil fuel-based economy. The detailed economic analysis from banking giant Citigroup finds that over the next 30 years, the cost of transitioning to clean energy is about the same as what the world would have spent on fossil fuels anyway over the same period of time. Oh, those lefty tree huggers at Citibank. And they say we would save billions, if not trillions, of dollars, avoiding the risk of disasters from global warming impacts. On the broadcast this week, environmental journalist David Roberts of Vox.com said the Citigroup researchers were so stunned by their results, they concluded their report with a simple question. Do you do the same thing you're doing at enormous risk, or do you take this alternative route, which costs about the same, and avoids this enormous risk? They basically say, like, why would you not do this? Like, it's, it's got so many benefits and so little downside. Why would you not do that? Why would you not do that? Hey, Citibank, have you met what has become of the U.S. Congress? For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. You can download our reports anytime via iTunes. Find us and follow us on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. And this has been your Green News Report. Do you know what it means to miss New Orleans and miss it each night and day? I know I'm not wrong. The feeling's getting stronger the longer I stay.